Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. I have Ed joining me from Fast Society. So this is an NFT project that's building on Cardano but also building on another chain. I don't know why this other chain, but I'd love to learn a little bit more about the project and the decisions around this as well. So Ed, welcome to the podcast. Um, Peter, uh, it's extremely nice to be here. Thank you for our invitation. And uh, yes, I would love to answer all those questions, especially those those hard ones. <laughs> all right. So let's start off a little bit about your background first and, and learn how you got into uh, the industry that you're in, the gaming industry, and then also how you got into uh, blockchain and Cardano. Uh, so my background, it was quite simple. I was a, from my education, I, I'm, a, I'm I, I am a programmer. But I jumped into AI, I did PhD, I never finished it though, um, but you can still find my algorithms somewhere on the Google Scholar. Um, uh, I was uh, took by a Polish uh, social media platform, which was back in the days quite big, uh, bigger than Facebook here in Poland. And uh, I, I managed the, their data for like four years. Um, so I did a lot of data science in behind Obviously, I had the team uh, behind my back, but uh, one of our first um, big analytic uh, document was about uh, that we should move into the gaming space. So actually, uh, National Class uh, did it, and in uh, since 2011, I was back. Uh, I was sitting in the back of a big social media platform gaming uh, marketplace. And I was helping out a lot, uh, a lot of publishers, uh, game developers to to basically understand how the games are performing, what should they do in order to get bigger traffic and so on. So th- this is where my uh, business uh, adventure with gaming started. And then in 2014, I moved into the big data. So I left Nasha Kwasa. Uh, I opened my business around big data. I was doing KYC stuff for the banks. But in 2016, I came back into the gaming from the mobile part. And since then, I'm, I'm in mobile gaming till now. But in 2021, uh, already after, you know, those five years of experience and basically doing high quality stuff, um, one of the Cardano uh, collections came up, uh, reach out to us, and they ask, "Hey, can you help us out with the game? Uh, we want to, we want to make a game for our users." And we did. Uh, it cost us a lot of uh, research and uh, learning about the Web three space, 
actually me as my, myself, I was in a Web3 space for a bit longer period, but it was solely, uh, I would put it that way, uh, playing the crypto um, uh, a little bit, not, not using NFTs. So uh, since then, uh, I became a big fan of NFT. Uh, we, we are building the game. We are almost finishing the, the first one. There's a second and third coming too. Uh, we became uh, uh, this like, like we have a decent uh, um, a community around us. As uh, not only our community, but also a crypto dino community, uh, vegemates and uh, junkies, and there is also third um, third uh, collection that is uh, running on the ether. So uh, in 2022. Uh, we finally had our idea what to do uh, in order to build in, in, in NFT space. Uh, we saw this gap for Web3 that there is a, not a lot of players here. Like if you think about number of users in Web3 space and gaming itself, it's, uh, it's, it's very limited. It's still growing, but it's limited. And obviously, after, you know, a few back, black swans this year, it's, uh, it's, it's a re even harder to build this community. So uh, our idea was to create a Web2 game that will bring as many people as possible into Web3 space. So this was our, like, initial idea. And this idea obviously evolved through all those, you know, 11 months of building, almost 12 right now. Um, we started from uh, just building a mobile game. Then we uh, found an uh, idea how to uh, onboard people from Web 2 to Web 3 softly. So the big idea is that we want to join forces with one of uh, partners, uh, partners. We still don't know who it will be, but we are, let's say, I, we, we have a very uh, advanced talks with a few of them. And they will open accounts for people basing on their Apple ID or Google ID. And you can jump off the game, use this account, and all the items that you will get in the game will wait for you there. Free minted as an NFT. And this gives, uh, this, 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 this move is uh, doing so much good for the both spaces. So. First of all, we are educating people softly without, you know, asking them to open a wallet or doing, you know, KYC on the exchange. They will just, you know, they will have this big button sell, swap, or just hold as a trophy. And whenever they will sell, we'll obviously have a, a royalties there. So this will be an extra income for us. But most important, uh, we think that there are a lot of people will just uh, touch the Web3 space and some of them will convert bigger so this is our initial target but also uh, uh, from the background uh, we wanted to be not only uh, looking at uh, vertical uh, expanding our community so not only web 2 and then web 3 so we are I'm looking at this as a vertical but also horizontal so we wanted to go across chains to get bigger community so that's why uh, we made the decision that we want to hop on other chain, not 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 be uh, just tribal on Cardano, uh, because we believe that uh, success of the game is a matter of number of users that will use this game. So uh, obviously, our biggest 
uh, biggest target is Web2, and we'll do, you know, usual uh, user acquisition. We'll post this game on Google and App Store. It will be, uh, from the point of view of uh, Google and Apple policies, it will be detached from NFTs, but in the background, you can connect the wallet from the browser, uh, from the uh, browser application, and you will see your uh, uh, your NFT inside the game. But at the end of the day, I guess the most important is that Web2 and Web3 players can play this game. And this is the most important because then we are expanding our community by 2.6 million mobile okay. gamers that they're on the market. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. This is a very uh, interesting approach. So I, I love the, uh, the bridging of the Web2 side of things. And then allowing them later, if, if they're interested or if they even want to, then connect their Web3 wallets and then uh, buy, sell on a, um, a secondary marketplace and um, um, have that earning aspect there. Um, so I, I guess this comes down to, um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the game uh, in, in a moment as well. But I guess this also comes down to the fact that um, uh, you, you deem it as a, a play and earn, not play to earn or um, uh, pay to earn, uh, play pay to play i should say yeah so I, yeah. I i like that kind of concept where um it gives a person or uh the the user flexibility in what and how they want to engage with the game and platform um now going back a little bit further as well you, you've got a lot of experience in the gaming industry here so you said like 2011 you're looking at data analytics behind the games that's really, really um, useful for someone that's developing yeah. games. You, you know what's ticking and you know what's working. That's a massive advantage there. Yes, yes. And uh, we are building up on this uh, because uh, we already did uh, 50 games that you can find on the market, but also we did a lot of work for hire. So if you combine all the games that we did for other projects and that we just throw out after doing a prototype, it will be more than 100. So, um, yes, uh, gaming is all about data. At the end of the day, a uh, successful game is a game that, that has extensive uh, player base. But what is very important, games are, as like community around the games are not stable. They are circulating. Because even if you think about any entertainment content, I'm, moving, I'm thinking about music, movies, and games, you jump in, you play the game, but at the end of the day, you get bored. The, the, the whole yeah. idea, the whole concept of the game is to keep player as long as possible, but everybody knows that it, it's not infinite. It it's always has an end somewhere, yeah. someday. Yeah. So you have to think about gaming, about, uh, about marketing of gaming as a constant circulation of a marketing budget. So... If you have that in mind, that uh, every time you uh, hop in into the game, there is a marketing budget that is, you know, moving around and just getting more players into the space. And then on the other side, there are like players jumping out because they just got bored. So you have to build your game that cost of user acquisition is lower than lifetime value of the player. So mm. you can spend $1 for uh, user acquisition. That means that you have to take $1.20 out of the game because those 20 cents will be put into your budget. And this $1 has to come back here and, you know, work for other players. 
And then if you have this, you know, circle ongoing and, you know, spinning around all the time, then you have a long time value game that will sit on the market until yeah. most of the users will not, you know, hear about it. So that's what makes mobile so strong because uh, in order to play mobile game, you don't have to buy anything. You already, you know, you have your smartphone. It can be... Uh, older or newer, but all the games are made just to, you know, to fit in, on most of the uh, 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 hardware. So, yeah, and running data analytics is all about keeping engagement high so that yeah. people will mm -hmm. not leave too soon and keeping cost of acquisition low so it will not drown your budget. So you not only analyze what is happening in the game, but you also analyze what is happening on the marketing ma market how you know uh google ads facebook ads uh all the affiliation sites are working what are the prices how the prices are uh take up during the christmas time and then how they come down after it you know you work with it and i guess that's why data science is so so strong especially in mobile market where it's constant analytics behind the game Wow. Okay. I, I am noticing a, a slight uptake on my um, Instagram ads where I'm seeing more games being um, um, splashed at me at the moment. So um, yeah. I, I think a, a lot of the game uh, industry is uh, um, spending a little bit more on advertising pressure Christmas right now. Coming. Yeah. Christmas, yeah. Is coming. Christmas is coming. All the, <laughs> all the breaks, all the break, you know, all the school breaks, uh, all the work, you know, days yeah. off and all the stuff. It's happening right now and they have to build as we speak because uh on the middle of december the big guns are coming like you know you will see yeah. all the call of duty stuff diablo the, the the companies that will have like those enormous like insanely enormous budgets like you have to think about hundreds of millions in rotation which is absolutely insane yeah so i i, I... Again, uh, I love your play with um, uh, the entry point in the Web2 space and the mobile side of gaming because uh, I find a lot of games in the Web3 space that concentrate purely on um, uh, Web3 have a very small footprint in customer acquisition. So being able to gather those audiences to actually play the game is limited um, in the fact that they're so niche already uh, in a very yeah. niche market. Um, so uh, yeah. the fact that you're going web two first is really important. And then also cross chain as well with um, uh, the other side of things. Um, can we talk, uh, I also want to talk about like um, um, a, a player retention and, and the churn as well. But um, can we talk about um, your strategy of going cross chain um, over to Solana as well um, and why you want to um, uh, concentrate on Cardano and Solana? Yes, um, that's a very important question, especially that right now, like but when we made the decision on Solana, it was uh, somewhere closer to June or August uh, when we launched this idea, and we did like uh, three months of research before we made this, you know, decision. So it was way big. Like that, I guess that's the thing about Web three space. It's constantly evolving rapidly. I would say, and uh, so right, like the the why we pick up Solana. Obviously, we started from Cardano because we want to build on stable chain, uh, low uh, low cost. But what is very also important that it has to be from the DNA. It has to be proof of stake, as we want to do free mints. So and we don't want the web to web two players to you know to 
throw them in the face they hey you can pick up your stuff but you have to pay like two ada because uh because you will not be able to pick it up no we want to take it on us so basically uh we it, it had to be chained that it's really really cheap with uh stable um it, it it has to be very stable because we are aiming you know in years of doing the game like like i said like uh mobile is all about keeping the game on the market for years so uh that was a key point for us to move into cardano of course there was a strong influence of that we already been in cardano and we have some decent collaborations ongoing but uh jumping on solana was all about okay we have to pick up another chain that is as big as possible and it's still proof of stake from the background and it's big on nfts so when you thought about it in june august july like solana was natural move like there was ether which was still proof of work back then Man, now it's still not in dna it's not proof of stake so the gas fee is still very high um and then it was solana the second biggest in terms of users uh, market of nfts with uh, very good tooling with uh, super low fees and super fast chain it wasn't stable but we could got stability from the chain uh, from the cardano so that that that's why we you know um made this decision but to be absolutely honest with you right now we have everything on the table so we don't have first of all we don't have knife on the throat so we don't have to do full mint 8888 tokens at once uh, we are fair enough with you know doing 4444 on cardano and like even if it will be a slow mint then we are you know ready to to grind it because you know when you make a game you don't need all the money in be in front of you you can you know take it slowly uh month by month so uh we are postponing the second part of mint because first of all we want to see what will roll out on the market and i i'm still got this feeling that not everything roll out yet in terms of like uh, after FTX uh, carnage and um so this is the the the, the primer uh, primarily thought that we have right now so we got three options on the table first one uh to go all in in cardano but it's kind of uh it's 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 uh, dropping our uh horizontal view of things so we would you know it's on the table but there are some strong um uh strong thoughts that basically we should go harder with you know with other options second option is to stay on solana but this is a you know the, there is a big question mark how it will go where will it survive will it you know uh will it stabilize itself a lot of questions so it's very uh right now also uh we don't have to make this decision right now i'm not pointing out that solana is dead because i'm a big fan of the web3 space and i i think that the whole web3 space should be strong in order to build more because it influenced at the end of the day uh carnage on each of the chains will influence other chains this way or another and the third yeah. option is that we'll jump on some different chain so uh that's why i did so many conference because i met with like you know tezos cosmos atom uh sorry cosmos is atom uh uh with the uh, wax with uh hedera uh with all those tiny chains that are there that are proof of stake 
And I just want to be sure that if you will pick up something else, it can be supportive, not only in technical way, but also also in, in the way of, you know, bringing more community into our project. So it's a very important decision and it needs to be backed up with proper research behind it. So that's why we're not taking, you know, that that's why we are taking our time to do it properly. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. Take your time. Uh, like you said there, it's, uh, it's, it's really important to get um, these uh, decisions right. Um, and, uh, you know, whatever chain you decide to also integrate into is, um, uh, is, is going to be um, impactful for um, your, your platform and your game in general overall and over, over a long time. Okay. Yeah. Now, my, my other question was around, um, uh, I, I just find the, the gaming industry really, really indus, uh, interesting, especially with, uh, with your background and knowledge behind it as well. well. How on earth do you keep players on the game and reducing that churn rate of, of, of your uh, um, players? Uh, you know, you got to add new features and, uh, you know, all these uh, weird yeah. things, continuous development and continuously fund the game there. Uh, what do you guys have to do uh, from your experience to keep um, players on the game, in the game and keep playing? Uh, of course, uh, like this is a, a wide answer for this question. So uh, first of all, that, and I think that most uh, uh, common uh, is to bring all the time new content in the game. So this is the, the, let's say, most obvious strategy. That's why, like, if you hit on Candy Crush Saga, you will see that there's, like, I know, 10,000 levels or even hundreds, uh, 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 sorry, hundred thousands of levels. Because That's during insane, last really? 12, yeah, because during last 12 years, like, these guys are 12 years on the market. And this is yeah, the, well, most, okay. the most, the uh, most, revenue building game in the history of gaming like there is like if you look on the data like candy cash saga got just in 2021 like 2.3 billion dollars of income and then, oh then there is like lord huge <laughs> gap. There, is, there is this you know this huge gap like uh three meters of water uh two meters of uh dirt and then you got call of duty like nine hundred uh, nine hundred fifty million of dollars so you, you know that, wow. this is all about you know being in mobile space and they're like you know this is all game this is just all game and they're like constantly you know constantly topping it up with the uh, uh content they they're obviously and this is the second answer they are trying to twist the mechanics so obviously the, the very beginning of the game is uh, the same always but then you, you you go up go up all and then those levels are introducing new mechanics so there is a branch that you can you know pick up the size you can mess with the mechanics obviously there is a lot of power fix uh, happening on the screen like you're making this game more visually and more uh, more uh, in, in terms of mechanics more interesting more complex because the big idea because uh, like it's a, it's a very simple idea games has to have to be uh, easy to uh, play hard to master so and this if you strength like the the, the, uh, the distance between those two like easy to play, hard to master is longer and longer and longer, then you, that you keep players inside the game because they want to be mastering something. So, of course, in casual space, 
which I call like which is smaller space is it's all about uh, bringing uh, enjoyment into your 10 15 minutes sessions of play so you have to jump in it has to be super fun super entertaining and then you jump out because you know uh, you run out of the break or your tram just came in on the stop or whatever and yeah. uh, and and each of these gameplays has to be very intense on one hand, it, it and it shouldn't be too much uh, demanding on the second hand. So it's I guess it's again uh, uh, it's about balancing the game and it's constantly happening. So three questions first, uh, sorry, three answers. Uh, first, uh, content you have to build up the content. So if you think about our game as a card game more cards more events more venues where you can play the cards more um, um more different uh operators that will change the outcome of how the card will be played so the first content second mechanics you have to extend mechanics you have to um try to twist them a little bit just to show that it can uh, surprise our players, even if they are playing very long. And the third is about meta uh, game that that is around the game. So each time you jump in, you have this feeling that, oh, I have so much to do. I can jump here, jump there, jump everywhere. I can, you know, I can play the cards, but I can also upgrade my car. And this is about keeping, you know, people, uh, attached to what they built in the game yeah yeah that's that's how i guess you know diablo was the big um big my cornerstone of the gaming because suddenly you 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 catch yourself in the place where oh i spent so much time my barbarian is so packed i have so amazing items maybe i will find something new and then you jump into the game and play so those are those three you know key key strategies to keep people engaged okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes Wow. Okay. Um, thank you so much for sharing your insights on that. So it's a, uh, it's really cool um, coming from someone that's working in the industry and learning a little bit about that. So sh- thank you so much for sharing that insight. Yeah. Now, um, you know, now, now I know that you have all this experience in the gaming industry and uh, you know all this insight as well. What about your game? What about Fast Society? We have we barely even spoken about it yet. So, what exactly is Fast Society? I've got uh, the little NFT in the background here um, that I saw off uh, your Twitter feed. Um, so, it's obviously about cars. Can you talk a bit about the game? What you guys are building and uh, what um, people can be expecting from the um, the game itself? Yes, uh, that 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 will be a pleasure. So, um, yes, we are building a car racing game, but it's it's. Uh, it's very uh, innovative in terms of that. Um, we don't want the players uh, use their, uh, you know, um, eye hand skills because uh, it has to be casual game, and it has to be inclusive for everyone. So we are thinking also, you know, inclusive means that if uh, seventy-five 
year old lady would like to play the game, she has to have the uh, same chances as a 13 year old kid. So you, you cannot jump on, you know, uh, a movement synchronization because that will uh, throw out uh, older people. So that, that was the first uh, first point that we need to fulfill. The second is that we want that uh, in order to do a proper casual game, you have to keep it simple in operations on your screen that one finger is enough. Because if you think about uh, people that are playing mobile games, you know, there's uh, someone riding a tram holding, you know, the, uh, the bar here and it holds his uh, phone like that because it's, you know, shaking. So the only move he has or she has is this. So yeah. that's yeah. why um, it has to be uh, that the, the whole, you know, um, uh, uh, user interface is based on one finger. So that's why we're making a racing game, but uh, you have to use cars to uh, cards to influence it. So it's not, um, you know, it's not racing game as everybody think. It's a card deck building car game, racing game, and um, it's all about that. Uh, race will happen automatically, of course, depending on the car that you will have. The, if you would not have any cards, then cars will, uh, you know, will be. Uh, on their properties, like on the perks that they have, but you have cards. You have you will have like uh, ten or twelve cards in your in your uh, in your deck, and you will draw them, and you will see. Okay, I got nails, so I can throw the nails, and uh, in the same time, someone will throw a broom because he anticipated that you will throw the nails because he is winning. He has the best card, so you are throwing nails. He's throwing broom. The broom is swapping all the nails and he's still going. So then you think, okay, okay, uh, what the next strategy? And then, then, there, then you come out uh, on the venue, uh, there will be a modificator. So there's a turn and turn gives like minus 10 to the speed because everybody has to slow down. And uh, then suddenly this uh, attribute of car with uh, steering is more important. So the car that will have better steering as is on top of this particular turn. And then you're, okay, so let me put the grease on this guy because he's a better steering. But if I would throw a grease, then a car, then he will, you know, uh, got slippery face. And, and this is what will be about. So you have to imagine, if you want to imagine our game, probably it's a good idea to, to play a Marvel Snap right now because it's like, it's perfect. Uh, uh, it, it, it took a card, uh, card uh, mechanic into a whole new level, and it's amazing. It's so easy to understand the game and so hard to be a cool, uh, very good in it. And also, it's about uh, a mechanic from the Magic the Gathering. Like, you have to think about all those extensions of the cards that are in the Magic the Gathering. So you buy a new extension and you check all the cards. Oh, I got this card. Okay, I can... Uh, take another card from my deck, put this in one, maybe it will, you know, perform better. It will, uh, I will try to do some combos with my cards. And this will be all about it. You will collect cards in the game. So you will spend a lot of time on just, you know, reading the cards, thinking about strategy or just collecting the cards. And uh, whenever something new will come up, you will be thrilled. Okay, new card, new card. Well, let's see what is it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, uh, this is, will be, this will be all about it. 
and those cards then will be free minted so then you can you know after you will collect take your collection you can put it on the second market and see who will you know wants to pick up from your cards so uh gotcha. having cards there it's a uh, uh, it's an easy way to extend content because you do more cards and they can be even more hardcore and you know uh that yeah. we will have the we will have this big uh community influence because cards will be made with our community that will buy nfts so we will start like in this uh few months from now uh, she, uh like uh brainstorming about what cards should be how they should perform uh, maybe you can throw some crazy idea that okay i have an idea of card mechanic that uh i know car can fly and all the turns are not, not the problem for for this car you know there, there's so much yeah. thing that, that you can even yeah. hear yeah so ridiculous I guess things this, like that okay yeah this is our game so uh yeah we are thinking you know in the number of years that we'll run this game and we have to have a mechanic that is uh, uh elastic and engaging enough to you know to hold for those years on the market yeah, I find um, car racing games um, limited in time, um, yes, lifespan, uh, for, yeah. for me especially. Uh, you play it for um, a month, a couple of months or something, and it's um, pretty much over and done yeah. with. You collect a couple yeah, of cars exactly. and you're done. Because like, it, racing itself is about grinding. grinding. So mm, you, yeah. you can improve yourself, but you have to learn venues, uh, like memorize venues. You have to uh, be even more skillful in, you know, uh, fingers versus eye it's not possible like you don't want to do it on mobile you don't want to uh, uh, you know put aside all the people that don't like this they just want to have a time to do their move so that's why we pick up the the card game strategy very interesting like i, I have noticed um card games on mobile evolve evolve over time and they become really simple and i, I just think uh, there's no point of it there, there was that yeah. time when you would use the phone itself as the steering wheel the uh, the gyroscope in it or um do you have the little keypads on the, the on the screen and then it became very simple like the car would accelerate by yourself and then you're yeah. just dodging things on the screen and it's just like taking away yeah. um some of like you know the 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 skill that was required in driving cars but i I love this approach here because then the the nft side of things falls into place so easily and just makes sense um so when when we're minting the nfts is it these attribute cards that you're talking about um that will be the the part of the game yeah so uh nfts that we will mint in a few days right now uh will like obviously they have their attributes that are visible and those are attributes for sake of rarity of the nft but also each of these cars will have their uh reflection of those abilities in the game and those abilities will not uh, be able to achieve by the regular web two players but also on like to understand it we will keep it slightly above the web two player players cars but not too much because we don't want to ring balance you still uh, need to be able to play with someone who has not uh, who have not uh, who has just a regular car that you will get in the mobile game without nft and uh, also what is very important we want you to build a deck around your car so each car will have different abilities so you have to pick a right cards to fulfill this car 
And then if you pick another card, then you have to change the deck because different abilities will work differently with different cards. So it will have so much depth, so much depth. If you want to change your game Very drastically, cool. Oh, the only thing you need to do is just pick up another car and try to work strategy around this car. And this this will be absolutely different game then. Okay. Very cool. Very interesting. Now, um, the, the other thing that I've, um, I want to get clarity on, um, you, you have a limited number in the mint. So um, on the Cardano side, it's uh, 4,444. Uh, but it sounds like from this game, as people are playing from the Web2 space and uh, more people adoption, you got like two, three years of gameplay. Um, that's Is that going to be the limit of the NFTs or will there be more? Is this an unlimited amount of NFTs in this uh, collection? Because uh, to, to, to get like you know, 2 million players on the game, you're going to need a lot more NFTs there. Yeah, so uh, uh, just, yeah, it's a very good question because uh, it, it, it gives me a space to clarify. Cards that we are minting right now will not be the cards that you will use in the game. Cards that you will use gotcha. in the game is a, a way, like, this is a separate uh, uh, bag of things. Yeah. So, cars, uh, th there will be only 8,888 cars. And if you want to bring a game on a different level and you are a Web2 player, you will see, hey, how they got this car? It's not possible for me to get this kind of car. And then you will think, oh, damn, uh, is there a second floor here? And yes, there is a second floor here. You have to jump out, buy an NFT car from the secondary market, which will give us a much bigger need of selling NFTs than any other collection because we will bring like heaps of players from Web2 space. Gotcha. And okay. uh, those, you know, NFT cars will, I hope, will be much more valuable because the demand to get one will be bigger. So yeah. this is limited and it's absolutely not infinite. Like it's 8,888, it's about cars. Then all the people will, you know, um, free mint cards that they will get from the game. And those cards will not be rare. Like, they will, will not be unique. Some cards will, like, you can, like, you, you have to, like, imagine that you are buying a card deck in the kiosk. And obviously, yeah. you have, like, some common cards, like, you will get uh, three energies and uh, one uh, hero. And someone is in the same kiosk is buying the same uh, card deck, like, I mean, the same box, but he gets different cards in this box. And he gets different hero. And then you can think, okay, I can swap with these people that, that, that came in uh, before me. Uh, but energies are energies, you know. Uh, you need energies in order to play, but uh, it's, not, uh, it's not unique. So cards, those free minted NFTs that I, I was telling about a few minutes ago will be about cards, but unique items, NFTs will be about cars. So I guess hard to spell the difference. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think um, uh, maybe um, the, the accent uh, confused me for yeah. a little bit there, but no, that makes perfect sense now. It's purely for the cars itself, right? Understood. And I, I guess that um, it's going to be a really interesting uh, dynamic in the pricing of the cars in the secondary marketplace. It's like how much would a Web2 player pay on a secondary NFT marketplace for these cars 
just to get a better experience and a better play in the um, game. So it's um, exactly. that, it's going to be you know, very that, that, interesting. That, that is our mechanic. We want to use this mechanic yeah. that was uh, widely adopted in Magic the Gathering. Damn, th those cards there uh, can cost like millions. Like there are some cards like really? in Pokemon cards, like yeah. um, uh, Magic the Gathering. You have auctions on like you know this high-end auction houses to just buy mm. one card because it's so amazing <laughs> and there are just 10 of them. So, wow, yeah, okay. this is all about. Well, yeah, it's digitalizing what already exists, um, you know, in the in the real world. And uh, I had no idea that people were paying ridiculous amounts of money for Magic the yeah. Gathering and Pokemon card games. Okay, all right. Yeah. This is going to be very interesting to see how this one plays out. Um, I, I will uh, download, what was it called? Marvel... Marvel snap. something. Mar Marvel Snap. Marvel yeah. Snap. Okay. Yeah. I'll write that down. Definitely I'll download it. Yeah. All right. You'll feel I'll give it. it a go. You'll feel it. Yeah. Actually, so, it's um, the, the most. Yeah, it, it's one of the most. Uh, 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 one of the best performing games right now in the mobile space. So they did like, uh, like some crazy amount of money on it. All right. Watch me um, max out my credit card again on uh, <laughs> playing mobile games. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So two more questions for you here. So uh, first off, um, how are you guys funding yourselves uh, to do all this development? So right now we invested around half a million dollars in what we already have. So making this uh, NFTs, uh, figuring out all this stuff. We are doing this as a day job. So we have eight people in the team. Everybody's working their ass off to to just, you know, um, build it as, as, as hard as possible. And uh, right now we are minting. Um, so this is our second round of funding. Like first we got from our regular business. But right now we have to, you know, jump on, 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 uh, on, on extra funding because uh, we will start after this developing the game. So we will need to add eight people into our team of fast society team of course we will take it in-house from our gaming part so we'll just shift them but you mean yeah. that means that we'll drop some projects that gave us money there so yeah, uh, yeah, we okay. are uh, we're uh, shifting them here and we'll spend one million dollar for the game to build it to until it reaches its mvp and uh, we'll hold 400k for user acquisition rotation marketing uh, rotating marketing so uh and then uh, 600k uh we are leaving for taxes because we want to do it fully legally so we will pay taxes for minting nfts like it would be a regular product uh, so we have to pay VAT and income tax, uh, but that's because we want to do it properly. We are not, you know, that's a I lot of tax. To, yeah, we, we. I'm not. I don't <laughs> want to sit here in a year from now and telling you, hey, we got this problem because our legal team just told us that we have to pay the tax and we don't have it and we need to meet another round to, you know, that I don't want to do that. So. Um, we are preparing everything. We did, a, a, you know, very detailed budget, how to spend this money. It, and it's all about the game. Because yeah. like for us, end game is to get income from the game, not about, you know, mm. uh, taking the money from the NFTs because we are fighting for so much more. Like, like I said, Candy Crush Saga did $2.3 billion last year. 
Mm, and yeah. there are 12 yeah. years on the market. So we are fighting for something way bigger. And we want to, and this is, uh, I, I, guess, I guess this is an answer about play and earn, because you can play with your NFT and you will earn because you will hold your NFT because you as an NFT holder, you are our publisher and we will do a rapture out of the game uh, as regular publishing deal. So 20% of game income is left for NFT holders and we'll distribute between those 8,888 tokens. So this is your gotcha. earned part. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting in that aspect there. Um, my, my second uh, question there was uh, around MVP and uh, what type of timeline are we looking at before uh, seeing something um, tangible for users to start playing with? So uh, the first alpha version will be at the end of 2023, but MVP itself will be uh, in Q1 2024. And I'm using Q1 as uh, uh, like a quite wide target because uh, we are aiming 12 months to build a game and we are very good in estimations because we did a lot of games and a lot of work for hire. So this is a yeah. uh, uh, kind of our thing that we are very precise, but uh, you have to count uh, vacations uh, period and Christmas period into this 12 months of work. So there's one more uh, one month of delay and you have to leave like one more of delay just for sake of security. So Q1, definitely. Uh, we are aiming at January, but uh, yeah, please be patient and, you know, uh, yeah. we, we, will, we will show what we are doing. There will be a, each month uh, developers meetings yeah uh, our holders will be you know will uh invent the card mechanics they will they will be able to you know to to shield out their ideas about the card so i guess it will be very transparent process but also very engaging for the nft holders okay that's brilliant now uh, is there any um uh, resources or links that we can follow um so we can join the community or anything at the moment and um also uh, is is there any um uh, links and resources to your current uh, game development company and some of the games that you've uh, developed already of course so uh, uh starting from the top like fast society so we got uh, discord we got Twitter, obviously we got website, but also on the website, you can find our white paper where everything is described. You can find a lot of a lot of Twitter spaces on our Discord that we did. We are constantly, you know, yeah. uh, putting all the links that we are doing in our Twitter space. You can uh, ask uh, communities like uh, uh, CryptoDino how, how you know our game is looking, uh, how we are building games because you got the process of building game for Web3 space there too. Uh, and also I strongly encourage everyone to jump on Mousetrap Games on Google Play and App Store because this is our like a Web2 uh, brand for mobile games. And if you want to see the best titles that we have, those, those would be Sword of Glory, uh, which is fully available on those two marketplaces. Green Thumb, which is, uh, I guess, our biggest game that we have in terms of uh, Web2. And uh, also you can find our Cards Up game, which is uh, 
uh, it's about merging mechanics, but around, it's it's circulating around the cards as, as it's like it's it's there's a tip in title. So um yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> and there is so much more games, but it's you know it doesn't make sense to just go through all of them. I just give you the top three in my opinion. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you want to check on us how we are performing, what is our team, and everything that is about us, like we are fully docs, so you can find me on LinkedIn, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me even on uh, Polish Exchange Market as a as a founder and CEO of this gaming company. So you got all my background and our team background there. So brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, it's uh, always uh, good to check those things and, um, and backgrounds and everything, especially with um, uh, you know, things that are happening in the Kadana ecosystem at the moment. So, you know, people are always um, uh, a little bit more wary, uh, I think, these days like, and, and yes. can do a lot more research. So any any sort of information like that is um, crucial for uh, any project, I think, uh, building this space from uh, from now on. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Do your due diligence. And uh, I hope yep. you will be convinced by it. All right, brilliant. Thank you, Ed. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us before um, we uh, end this uh, interview? Um, I guess, like, uh, as a final word, please keep in mind that 29th of November is our uh, whitelist mint and 30th of November is our um, uh, public mint. Uh, you have to keep $200 for the mint. We will uh, give you exchange rate right before the mint. So it will be in ADA, but it will be equivalent of $200 because that's uh, what, like, this is what we need to get to, to you know, to build properly and uh, fulfill our promises. We are aware of that, that this is a high end of the market right now. Uh, but also, as you can see, we did a lot of job in, in the background, uh, we put our skins into the game, so we you know we invested by ourselves, and we are ready to really do hard work during the next couple of years to to fulfill our promises. And uh, I guess, as a final word, I know how the market is working, and please uh, don't uh, look for hype because um, we are. Uh, not building hype, we're building a sustainable, uh, steady uh, community that will stay with us longer, not, you know, not just to jump in, flip your NFT and go back, go somewhere else. So yeah. I yeah. guess we, we pick up the Cardano strategy, slow and steady. All right. And this is the final word. Brilliant. Uh, Ed, thank you so much for uh, joining me on this episode and sharing your knowledge about the gaming industry. I think that was a brilliant way to start the the interview and then telling us a little bit more about Fast Society, how it all works and uh, all the mechanics around it as well. So absolutely brilliant having you on and I'm so glad that the uh, uh, Crypto Dino guys uh, got me on to you too. Yeah, thank you very much for having us here and uh, thank you everyone for listening and taking your time to, to just learn about tech. Yeah, yeah, gotta do it like that. You've been listening to the Learn Cardano podcast. Gotta get it hype. Crypto is what we like. But this is not investment or financial advice. Gotta do your research, cause it's risky. We know it is. This show is educational and it's informative. Crypto's the future, really, it ain't no debate.